Hello, and welcome back. You are in the right place at the right time. Today, I'm going to teach you the seven immediate benefits of fasting and prayer. A lot of people will not touch this subject. I don't know why, but I'm going to touch it. We're going to step on some toes. We're going to teach people how to fast and pray and the seven immediate benefits that come along with fasting and prayer. I want you to stick to the very end of this because you do not want to miss a single one of these benefits. They have potential to totally change the course and direction of your life going into this new year of 2023. Make sure you give this video a thumbs up, share it with somebody, and type down in the comments where you're watching from. We have people that watch from all over the world, and I love to see where everybody's watching from. Yesterday, I tried to go live and teach this, but I think we had like a laptop demon or something like that. We had to deliver the laptop, but we laid hands on it. We cast the devil out of the laptop and everything's good now. That's the power of fasting and prayer. Amen. Let's get right into it. Good morning, Jasmine. Good morning in Michigan. Good morning in Mississippi, in Canada, in London, the UK, Washington State. God bless you, everybody. I love you. Keep liking this. Keep sharing it with people. This topic is going to change your life today. Fasting and prayer has power and benefits. I want you to type this in the comments for me. There are supernatural benefits to fasting and prayer. Someone once said, if you just fast and you don't pray, you're going on a hunger strike. And if you just pray, but you don't fast, then you're lacking power in your prayer. There's something about fasting combined with prayer that's like a detonator and dynamite. They come together. They create explosive supernatural power. It creates a fervency in the spirit. In the book of James, it says the fervent, effectual prayer of a righteous man has great power as it is working. Jude verse 20 says you build yourself up, you enhance, you enrich your most holy faith, praying always in the Holy Ghost. So when you fast, and when you pray, you're enriching your faith. You're building up your inner man and you're crucifying the flesh nature. It's like dynamite and a detonator. You become an explosive Christian. Somebody type in the comments, I'm an explosive Christian. These are the seven benefits of fasting and prayer. Number one, write this down for me. The first benefit of fasting and prayer is it provokes God's favor. Fasting and prayer provokes God's favor. And for the next 20 days or so, the next three weeks, I'm going to be teaching all on the subject of fasting and prayer because we're doing a 21-day fast right now, and I want people to understand what the Bible says about fasting and prayer. Number one, fasting and prayer provokes God's favor. Go to Hebrews chapter 11. Verse 6, without faith, it is impossible to please God, the Bible says. doesn't say hard, doesn't say unlikely, doesn't say difficult. It is impossible to please God without faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he exists and that he is a rewarder of those who who diligently seek him. Somebody type in the comments, God is a rewarder. Number one, it's impossible to please God without faith. Number two, 
The way that you prove to God that you're in faith is by diligently seeking him. Good morning, Megas. The way that we show God we're diligently seeking him is found in Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6 shows you three different ways that you seek after God privately and he rewards you publicly. Number one, it says in your giving. Number two, in your fasting. Number three, in your praying. It says we do these things, Jesus told his disciples, we do these things in secret where our Father sees and he rewards us publicly. Fasting and praying and being generous in secret between you and God creates heavenly reward and public reward and honor by God. It provokes the favor of God in your life. Moses fasted. It provoked God's favor. Joshua fasted. It provoked God's favor. Jehoshaphat fasted. It provoked God's favor. Elijah, Jesus, the apostles... Anytime somebody fasted and prayed in the Bible, it provoked the favor of God. Even Nineveh, even Nineveh, the Las Vegas sin city of the time, Nineveh, even when they fasted and prayed, it provoked God's favor and they repented and God forgave Nineveh. Sent Jonah, Jonah saved Nineveh, led Nineveh to repentance. That's right, Garnet. Noah did build the ark but that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. But thank you very much. Number one, immediate benefit to fasting and praying is it provokes God's favor in your life. Good morning, Afton. Number two, it unlocks God's many blessings. Go with me to Matthew chapter 5, verse 6 in the Amplified Version. Matthew chapter 5, verse 6 in the Amplified Version. I wonder where Amber's at. Matthew 5, verse 6, Amplified Classic says this, Blessed and fortunate and happy and spiritually prosperous in that state in which the born-again child of God enjoys his favor and salvation are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, uprightness, and right standing with God, for they shall be completely satisfied. Wow, that's deep. Blessed and fortunate and happy and spiritually prosperous are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. When you hunger and thirst, it means you're fasting. Now you hunger and thirst for the presence of God by hungering and thirsting and fasting from food. Hey, there's Amber. Good morning, Amber. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Or another translation says satisfied. When you hunger and thirst for God's presence by fasting... You will always be satisfied with the desires of your heart. You will be filled with the richest measure of God's divine presence. And it says that you will be blessed, fortunate, happy, and spiritually prosperous. Hallelujah. Somebody type in the comments, I'm a prosperous man, or if you're a woman, say, say a woman. But you must be born a woman. 
So number two of the seven immediate benefits of fasting and praying is fasting and praying unlocks God's many blessings. It provokes his favor and it unlocks God's many blessings. Number three, when you fast and when you pray, you grow spiritually mature. You grow spiritually mature. Nobody wants to be a spiritual baby in spiritual pampers eating spiritual baby food. When you fast and pray, I heard a man of God once say it this way. He said, when you fast and pray, one 24-hour session of fasting and diligent prayer can increase you a year's worth of spiritual maturity. There's downloads, there's revelation, there's impartation, there's anointing that'll come on you in a 24-hour fast that you couldn't even get in a whole year of just being a, a lukewarm Christian like other people. When you press into fasting and prayer, you quicken your spiritual maturity. Matthew chapter 4, when the devil was tempting Jesus. He tempted him first to break his fast. He said, if you really are the son of God, turn this stone into bread. And Jesus said, it is written. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. So he was saying, I don't feed on that baby milk. I feed on God's word. God's word is my sustenance. An immature Christian will give in easily to temptation. A mature Christian by prayer and by fasting. Remember, this is when Jesus is in the wilderness. He was fasting and praying. A mature Christian, when they press into fasting and prayer, they are not moved or shaken by temptation. They are sustained by God's presence and by God's word. John chapter 6, Jesus said, I am the bread of life. And you see in Jeremiah 15 verse 16, thank you for your giving on YouTube, Super Champ. Jeremiah 15 verse 16, the prophet ate the word of the Lord. Let's go there together. Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 16. Number three thing that happens with fasting and prayers, you grow spiritually mature. Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 16. Your words were found, and I ate them. Your words were to me a joy and the rejoicing of my heart. For I am called by your name, O Lord of hosts. Another translation. ESV says this. Your words were found and I ate them. And your words became to me a joy and the delight of my heart. When you fast and when you pray, you'll realize that you become sustained by the word of God. You will grow hungry for God's word. You will mature in spiritual things to where you're sustained totally by the presence and power and glory and anointing of God. Like Moses and Joshua, it says that they went up on Mount Sinai when the Lord was talking to Moses. And they were so engulfed in the presence of God that they weren't even hungry anymore. They just naturally did a 40-day fast. 
because they were so sustained by the words coming from the mouth of God that they no longer relied on natural sustenance. Now, eventually, because you're in the flesh, you will have to eat food again. But when you fast and when you pray, you are strengthening your spirit man. The same way that natural food strengthens your natural body, fasting and prayer and ingesting God's word strengthens your spirit man. Smith Wigglesworth used to say, I'm a thousand times bigger on the inside than I am on the outside. It puts a, a zealousness in you, a zeal, a passion, a fire. Fasting and prayer, it's like stoking the flames in your inner man. Where you crucify the, limit, the limiting flesh. It crucifies carnality. It crucifies the limitation of your flesh man. And it takes the limits off of God in your life. I want you to type that in the comments. I'm taking the limits off. Good morning, Cece. Number four. Of the seven benefits, immediate benefits, of fasting and prayer. It gives you access to the power of the Holy Ghost. Go with me to Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. In Luke chapter 3, you see Jesus get baptized in the river Jordan by John the Baptist. And when he gets baptized, it says that the heavens opened and behold, the Holy Ghost descended upon Jesus like a dove and a loud voice came from heaven saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. So Jesus received the Holy Ghost in that moment. But then it says that the Holy Ghost drove Jesus into the wilderness to fast and pray and be tempted by the devil in all areas. But then look what happens when Jesus comes back after fasting and praying. Luke chapter 4, verse 14. Jesus returned in the power of the Holy Ghost to Galilee. It didn't say that Jesus had the power when he went into the wilderness. It says Jesus had the power when he came back from fasting and praying and being tempted. When you fast and when you pray, it unlocks the power of the Holy Ghost. So you might be filled you might speak out in other tongues. You may have been baptized in the Holy Ghost. But just because you have the Holy Ghost doesn't mean you have the power. I've seen a lot of Christians that get the Holy Ghost and they could lay hands on an ant and that thing wouldn't get healed. I've seen a lot of Christians that speak out in other tongues, but if you put a devil in front of them, they would cry and run away from it because they have no authority, no power in the Spirit. When you fast and when you pray, you unlock the power that's in the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Luke chapter 4, verse 14. Jesus returned from fasting and prayer in the power of the Holy Spirit to Galilee. The fourth benefit, immediate benefit of fasting and prayer is you unlock the power of the Holy Ghost. When you crucify yourself, you die to self. That's what you're doing in fasting and prayer. In the Old Testament, when the Bible said, I think it's in Chronicles, Second Chronicles maybe. If my people will humble themselves, fast and pray and repent, then I will come and heal their land. In the Old Testament, whenever the Bible referred to a humbling of yourself, it was referring to fasting and praying. The most humbling thing you can do in the sight of God is fasting and praying. 
So when you humble yourself by fasting and prayer, the Bible says God cuts down the prideful, but he exalts the humble. When you humble yourself by fasting and praying, God unlocks and trusts the power of his Holy Spirit in your life. And he'll give you authority over wicked spirits, give you authority over all kinds of sickness and disease. And a lot of people will say, well, yeah, brother, but I believe the Bible says that those that believe they should lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Yeah, 100%. You can get away with baby miracles as a baby Christian. But you can't get away with big miracles as a baby Christian. Even the disciples in Mark chapter 9, I believe it is. They were trying to cast that spirit out of that, that mute boy that had a, a demon. That would cause him to seize and it would throw him in the fire from time to time. And they said, Jesus, why could we not cast this one out? And he said, some types only come out by fasting and by prayer. There's two connotations there. Number one, certain types of doubt and unbelief only come out by fasting and prayer. And number two, fasting and prayer increases the anointing on your life to cast out certain levels of devils. Put it that way. There's an old saying in Pentecost that says, new levels, new devils, amen. And it's, it's kind of cheesy, but it's also kind of true. As you increase in the spirit, you run into higher ranking devils. So the way that you continue to take your place in Christ, to take your place of authority, is by fasting and prayer. Jesus said, a servant is not greater than their master, nor is a teacher or a student greater than their teacher. So if Jesus had to fast and pray, to receive power and authority over these demonic powers as a man filled with the Holy Ghost, so do we as disciples of Jesus Christ. Number five. The fifth immediate benefit of fasting and prayer is fresh revelation. Go with me to Isaiah chapter 58. No, Amber, this is the Talon show. Don't, don't be sick. I'm just kidding. You're absolutely right, Amber. No idols up in here. I don't know how anyone could idolize me with this feminine color that I'm wearing. I kind of like it. Isaiah 58. Look at this. This is the chapter... <laughs> Sorry, if there's new people on here, you'll learn my sense of humor. A lot of these people have been here for a while. Patrice loves green. I'm glad. <laughs> Isaiah chapter 58 is the chapter of fasting and prayer. God speaks to the prophet Isaiah and says, Is this not the fast that I have chosen for you? Meaning this is the fast that I have chosen for you. Starting in verse 6, it says this, Is not this the fast that I have chosen? To loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free and to break every yoke? Is it not to divide your bread with the hungry and bring the poor who are outcasts into your house? When you see the naked to cover him and not hide yourself from your own flesh? Verse 8, this is what I want to focus on right now. Over these next three weeks, I'll dissect Isaiah 58 with all of you. But this is what I want to focus right now. The fifth benefit of fasting and prayer. Fresh revelation. Look at this. Verse 8. Then your light shall break forth as the morning. The Bible says the entrance of thy word bringeth light. In the Ephesians prayer, Paul says, May the eyes of our understanding be flooded with light. 
So whenever the Bible refers to you receiving light, it's talking about revelation knowledge. When you fast and when you pray, the Bible says your light shall bring forth as the morning. Your revelation will break forth. You'll break into new levels of revelation. Pastor Mark Hankin says every breakthrough in faith comes by a breakthrough in revelation knowledge. So when you fast and pray, the eyes of your understanding are enlightened and flooded with light. And you receive a breakthrough in your faith by receiving a breakthrough in your revelation knowledge. Daniel fasted for 21 days to receive a word from the Lord. He needed fresh revelation from God in order to lead his people and do what God had called him to do. So he did 21 days of fasting and prayer. The Lord brought the angel or sent the angel Gabriel to bring a word of the Lord to him to bring fresh revelation. Isaiah 58, 8. When you fast and when you pray, your light breaks forth with fresh revelation. Glory to God. I know people are asking different types of fasting and prayer. I'll get into that probably tomorrow. But today I'm just going to teach you the benefits of fasting and prayer. And tomorrow I'll teach you the different types of fasting and prayer. And what, what different types of fasts produce different types of results. Number six. I'm going to wrap this up with these last two. Don't miss these last two. These last two will bless you. Number six. Your healing and restoration breaks forth speedily. Your healing and restoration will break forth speedily. Did you know that medical doctors have actually proven that when your body does a no food fast for 72 hours, it almost totally creates new cells all over again. Your entire immune system reboots. Your stem cells begin to reproduce again. Your entire body almost becomes like brand new. All the old cells that have been running for a while, they die off. And your body births new cells after three days of fasting. So in the natural, well, let's keep reading verse 8. Your light shall bring forth in the morning, and your healing shall spring forth quickly. Your healing shall spring forth quickly. So you get fresh revelation. Number six, you get healing and restoration. Healing and restoration. So when you fast, you literally empower your body to heal itself. Kind of like when you sleep. And on top of that, when you're fasting and praying, Romans 8.11 says, The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives and dwells in me and quickens or gives life to my mortal body. So as you're fasting and praying and, and refraining from food, As you pray in the Holy Ghost, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is actually quickening your mortal body, healing you from the inside out. And as you meditate on God's word, your body will heal itself. Inflammation starts to go away. All these natural benefits that actually come with fasting and with prayer. And on top of that, you get the spiritual benefits as well. Number seven, seventh immediate benefit of fasting and prayer. The glory of the Lord will be your reward. Let's keep reading verse 8. It says, Your righteousness shall go before you, and the glory of the Lord shall be your reward. Have you wanted to encounter the glory of God? Have you wanted to carry the glory of God? 
Have you wanted to live in, be able to impart the glory of God in your life? Fasting and prayer says that the glory of the Lord will be your reward. He will be your rear guard, another translation says. You will be soaked in the glory of God when you fast and pray. Everywhere you go, people will say, whoa, that person carries the glory of God. Your fasting and your prayer life births God's glory in your life. The Bible says we behold the glory of the Lord as in a glass. So we are the glass of God's glory, says Jesus Christ, the hope of glory lives in us. As you fast and pray, it cleans out the glass. And the glory of the Lord begins to shine out from within you. People will literally come and say, your face is shining. I remember there was a, a season two years ago where I was really fasting and praying a lot. Fasting and praying a lot. And I still fast and pray a lot, but I was like, whew, I was going in. I was pressing for, for fasting and prayer. And I went to see a friend of mine, and his mom is a, a woman of God. She loves the Lord. She's a seer. So the Lord gives her a lot, and she's not like a weird seer where like, I'm, I see a jaguar spirit. Or like, you know, she's not one of those weird seers that sees more demons than they see angels. Like she's an actual seer. She can see in the spirit. One time the Lord gave her an open vision that her son was going to get a ticket on his motorcycle. And she called him and said, hey, the Lord just showed me you're going to get a ticket on your motorcycle. He said, mom, no, I'm not. Ten minutes later, he got a ticket on his motorcycle. So she's like that kind of seer. She's accurate. But she's just like a closet prayer warrior. No one really knows her. That's right, Jasmine. Anyway, I go to see this guy one day to hang out. And his mom steps out and she gets these wide eyes. And she didn't know that I had been fasting and praying. I, I had just spent time praying with the Lord before I went to go see him. And her eyes get like real wide. And I just said, hey, it's great to see you, Miss Judy. And uh, I just said hello to her. And then I went and hung out with her son. I found out about six months later, he told me, he said, you know that time when you came over, my mom told me specifically. She said, you need to hang out with that guy. When he came over, he had the glory of God on his face. He was shining so bright that it caught her off guard. She was like, because the glory of God was on me. I just got done fasting and praying. I was soaked in the very presence of God. So when you fast and when you pray, you are literally attracting the glory of God to your life. And it will be your reward. Somebody type in the comments, God's glory will be my reward. He told Moses in the Old Testament, I will allow all my goodness to pass before you. The glory of God is the fullness of God's goodness in your life. God's glory to show up in your family in your finances, in your relationships, in your health, in your preaching, in your teaching, in your business, in every area of your life. As you fast and pray this year, God's glory will overtake you every day of 2023 in Jesus' name. I want to pray for you. I want to pray that the Lord stirs you up and that this teaching on fasting and prayer gets deep inside your spirit, man. One thing I want to point out to you, in Matthew chapter 6, it says that God rewards people because of their fasting, because of their praying, and because of their giving. God rewards generosity abundantly when you're fasting. Half of Isaiah 58 is talking about generosity. Where God says, loose the bonds of the wicked, let your slaves go free. He's telling all of his people, clothe those that are naked, feed those that can't feed themselves, split your spoils with your brothers. 
half of that chapter is about being generous. When you're generous while fasting, you provoke God's favor, God's blessing, and God's reward in your life. So I want to encourage you today to be generous. Act on God's generosity and watch how he'll show himself strong on your behalf. The first day of this year, I so just to be transparent, I'm not doing this to like have people go, ooh, ah. But I sowed a $1,000 seed January 1st. And I'm going to start doing that every single year to show God that I'm serious about starting the year right. That I'm going to honor him with my substance and the first fruits of all my increase. So I took the first day as we're going into fasting and prayer and I sowed a big seed into our church building here at Faith Church. And I'm going to continue to sow big seed. But I took the first day of the year to show God I'm serious about starting this year right. And I believe I'm going to see the greatest increase I've seen out of every year up until this point. I believe it'll be a year of 10 times increase. That's what our pastor prophesied over us. He said it'll be a year of 10 times increase. So I want to challenge you today. If you knew God was going to give you a tenfold return on the seed that you sow today, how much would you sow? How much would you believe God for? And I'm going to give you an opportunity to give today, to be generous while you go into fasting and prayer, and also to partner with us in what we're doing here with this ministry. God has blessed us abundantly this year. Last year was a phenomenal year. It was our best year yet. A lot of you have been with us all through last year. This year is going to be 10 times better than last year. We're going to give 10 times as much. We're going to reach 10 times as many people. We're going to get 10 times as many people saved. We're going to feed 10 times as many children. We are going to increase abundantly. Currently, we're feeding 1,500 kids each and every single month. in a third world nation called Chad. That's a handwritten letter by them. This year, I want to increase it to 15,000 meals a month by the end of the year. We started at 30 two years ago. We started by feeding 30 kids every year. Now we're up to 1,500. That's 500 times increase. And I want to 10X it again this year. By the end of the year, to be feeding 1,500 kids or 15,000 kids every month. We also have about a dozen ministries that we partner with on a monthly basis. And we are reaching hundreds of millions of people each and every single month with the gospel. We're also raising up. Right now, I have a vision to raise up at least 12 other people to get them to a million subscribers on YouTube to pump the gospel out all across the world. Cade and Pody, Cade, Steve, Zach, Cole, all these guys. Bunch of people. Afton and Megan are now on board. We're raising up a bunch of people to do this. So I want to encourage you and challenge you to partner with us today financially pray and ask the Lord if he would have you give today God's a generous God and watch how God shows up strong on your behalf when you connect your finances to God's kingdom God connects his finances to you so I'll give people a moment to give here and to partner with us I believe God is sending 30 people or more to sow a seed of $1,000 or more. And I believe the Holy Spirit is speaking to people even now. If that's you, some people can sow $1,000, some people can sow $5,000, some people can sow $10,000. Sow big at the beginning of this year and watch God bring the biggest harvests you've ever had in your life. 
I'm also believing for a thousand monthly partners to join us on a monthly basis. At $84 or more a month, we're getting ready this week. We're going to launch the Revival Way Air Force, which is going to be a campaign where we're believing God to bring in a thousand monthly partners at $84 or more every single month. And I believe if you're listening to me right now, that you'll be one of them. So I'm going to pray for God to bring major breakthrough to your life. Thank you, Krista, for your, for your giving. The ways that you can give are on your screen. Cash app is dollar sign revival way. Venmo is at revival way. PayPal is at revival way. Or you can give through our website, revivalway.com. And you can click partner financially today. There's a link in the chat for you right now. You can click that link or you can give through Super Chat on YouTube right here. And if you're watching this after it's already posted, you can still give. There's no time in the spirit. So the same faith that you have right now will work for you right now as you give. And I'm going to pray that God brings you a hundredfold increase. And that he 10Xs your life in every way, according to that prophetic word. Let me give some shout outs to people that have given over the last few days. Jose Alberto, thank you very much for your giving. Yesenia, thank you for your generosity. Jerome, thank you for your generosity. Jessica, Harisha, Hallie, Bryce, Terrence, and I know there's many, many more. I just want to honor those that have honored this ministry. On PayPal, Noah, thank you very much. Might be Noah. Tania, thank you. Deborah, thank you. And I'm sure there's people giving on Venmo and giving on the website as well. And I want to say thank you ahead of time for your generosity. We're very thankful for your giving. We're also updating our whole studio right now. We've got a new camera coming in this week. We just got our new screen and we got a whole new computer system coming in this week as well. So we are, we are greatly increasing by the grace of God. We're very thankful for your giving. You're helping us to make a difference in this generation. And this is good soil. We're a generous ministry. And we like to see souls saved. And a lot of people, sometimes, I'll, I'll, I'll correct this misconception because sometimes people say, well, I, I don't really have a lot of money right now to give, so I'll give my talent and my time. I understand what people are saying, but that's not biblical. Nehemiah said, I donated $500. Thank you for your giving. God bless you. Your money represents your time and your talent. That's why God instilled it that way. People take the best of their time and they put it into their work. People take the best of their talent and they put it into their job, which produces your financial income. Your finances are the only thing in the earth that produce the very best of you. They represent the best of you. 
That's why it's so hard for people to let it go. Because Jesus said where a man's treasure is, is where his heart is. Your time and your talent are wrapped up in your treasure. So when you give financially, your finances show God that you're representing your very best. When you give financial seed. Someone once said, I can't afford to tithe. I can't afford to give offerings. And Pastor Hankins said, you can't afford not to tithe. You can't afford not to give offerings. And watch how God will increase you, sustain you, and bless you all the days of your life. I believe people are going to sow seeds today that are going to take them over and above any situation that 2023 has for them. In Jesus' name. Let me pray for you. We're very thankful for your giving. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, every person under the sound of my voice as they give today, I declare increase over them. I join my faith with them now, and I touch an agreement, whatever they're believing for, let 2023 be the best year of their life. In finances, in open doors, in supernatural increase in abundance in all areas of their life. Angels and ministering spirits, go cause the word to work and cause our harvests to come in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Christopher said, I just started my fasting as a truck driver and it's going to be a blessing. Amen, Christopher. I believe the Lord will bless you. Thank you, everyone, for your giving and thanks for sticking around to the end. Make sure you give this video a thumbs up. You subscribe if you have not already and send this to somebody that needs to know the seven immediate benefits of fasting and prayer. I will be back here tomorrow morning at 11.30 a.m. Do we have that fasting and prayer graphic? We'll get you the graphic tomorrow. I thought, did I send it to you? I thought I did. We'll get the graphic to you, but I want to encourage people to fast and pray. We'll show you the graphic tomorrow. But for fasting and prayer, a lot of times, there are certain times where people fasted and prayed individually, like Jesus went individually, Moses individually, Joshua, Elijah. A lot of times people will fast and pray individually, but there's something powerful that comes with a corporate fast. When you come together as a body and you fast and you pray. So I want to encourage people to come together corporately with this ministry and us fasting and praying. There it is. When we fast and pray together, the Lord rewards us together. Now, not everybody needs to do a 21-day full fast. Some people can do a 21 full fast or full fast, no food. Other people can do one meal a day. Some people do 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Do a chosen fast, not a social media fast. At least take one meal out of your day. And next year, we're going to push it much harder. Next year, we will push it much harder. But I want to encourage people this year, at least take one meal out of your day. to fast. Maybe it's your dinner. Maybe it's your breakfast. Just take one meal a day and maybe you can do more. For me, I already intermittent fast. 
So I also like to, I, like right now I'm doing no food. I'm going to try to do the whole 21 days, no food. Try is a, is a big word, but I believe the Lord will give me the grace to do it. Is that good to go? All right, here's the graphic. Fasting and prayer with Evangelist Taylor. We started yesterday as our first official day of fasting and prayer, but we're going through the 23rd. So I want to encourage you to join us. Technically, we started yesterday, but you can start today. You can say, today's the day I'm going to start. I'm going to press in. I'm going to hunger and thirst for God's presence and God's increase in my life. And he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So I encourage you, join us for fasting and prayer. You will not regret it. Consecrate the beginning of the Lord. Brother Jonathan Shuttlesworth says it this way. Anyone who puts God first never finishes last. So if you take the next 21 days to put God first going into this year, God will never let you be last. In Jesus' name. I love you. I bless you. Thank you for spending your time with me today. And uh, I will see you tomorrow morning at 11.30 a.m. Don't miss it. Adios. Jonathan Shuttlesworth with you in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you feel called into the ministry, we just launched Revival Today Bible Institute. Had our first in incoming class, and we're about to do another intake. It's $2,000 for the entire year. We're going to train them up in what they need to know in the Bible, what they need to know legally, what they need to know in the realm of economics to make impact in the ministry. If that's you, the information is on the screen right now. I'd like to hear from you. Don't put it off. I'm Jonathan Shuttlesworth, and I'm waiting for your call.